0: Thanks for listening to this podcast. We're calling on your help to make your listening experience the best imaginable. All you need to do is take a short survey. Visit acast.com slash survey.
1: That's A-C-A-S-T dot com slash survey. Your opinion matters.
2: It's more than just your output, more
1: than a bike. You hear your shout out You know it's alright Put on your magic pants And let's go We're cruising into the power
2: zone Clip in Set yourself free Come on and take a ride
3: welcome to the clip out episode 81 this is Crystal O'Keefe
1: and this is Tom O'Keefe Hi. I got nothing for 81 no no
3: so it's not like I don't know
1: I'm running out some kind of
3: George Burns reference or something
1: I mean he was 81 at some point
3: I know maybe something maybe something fascinating happened that seemed like a thing I don't know okay
1: so I got nothing Nothing what do you got
3: uh, I was three
1: no I <laughs> I meant like for the show
3: oh <laughs> <laughs> We have some interesting news on John Foley that came with a really cool article Some new stats that we get to discuss uh, We have some upcoming events We have a past instructor update We are going to talk about who in the celebrity world now has a Peloton And who, and who might may be, be getting, getting one, one. Yeah. <laughs> Also, there's some UK news that we get to discuss Not to mention our awesome interview with Todd Phillips Awesome
1: I guess before we get to all that shameless plugs Don't forget we're available on iTunes You can go there rate review subscribe It helps us tremendously uh, We have a new review Yay! This is from Nicole STL Ooh, I like it So she's either from our town Or she really likes Stephen Little
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both Could be both you never know
1: So uh, my favorite hour of the week So she's not listening to the whole thing That's what I hear
3: It depends on when she left the review
1: (laughs) When have we ever done one that was just an hour There
3: used to be some back in the day Sorry guys
1: (laughs) So despite having been an iPhone owner For almost a decade Sorry Crystal (laughs) I have never been a podcast listener They make it so easy then I bought my Peloton back in January And found the clip out sometime in February Wow I love everything about this You guys make me laugh Help me avoid the OPP And the interviews are always amazing It's absolutely my favorite hour of the week I also delight in all of the Midwest nuggets you throw in So it must be a St. Louis She, she must yeah. be from St. Louis Have you ever wondered how many people have Had to run an internet search on Provel Because of the clip out <laughs> No Here's here's my advice Look it up on the internet Don't put it in your mouth Which that's true for a lot of things You look up on the internet (laughs) Now that I say that out loud I'm like oh that's good advice (laughs) Especially if you're using An incognito browser You know what I'm saying (laughs) So Keep being awesome And her leaderboard name is Trek yourself I like it Which I dig
3: I do that's yes, great That's a good one That is a good one So well thank you very much That was an awesome review Thank you so much
1: So uh, also don't forget uh, That we have a Facebook page Facebook.com slash the clip out mm-hmm. You can go there Join the group Stay up to date on all the fanciness That uh, all that you might miss throughout the week mm-hmm. And we try to not get as argumentative As the OPP <laughs> <laughs> Keyword try Try So uh, yeah there's all that I guess we can uh, we can dig in shall we
3: Alrighty It's time for News of the Paladin
1: So let's start with the big one Okay, which one? (laughs) (laughs) The John Foley? President Foley
3: I know, right? Okay, so for any of you who... Are not in the Facebook group And maybe don't also follow me on Instagram etc you may not Have seen the article that John Foley was in And he says that in five Years he could see himself leaving Peloton for politics
1: Why would anyone Want to do that
3: he said he felt A calling A need Uh, Well I mean it clearly is important to him
1: Sure I just like I just it's such a cesspool
3: Oh, my God, yes, and we're not going to get into that You think the
1: is ugly
3: <laughs> Just watch any newscast, yeah. anywhere But, you know, everybody kind of jumped to the conclusion that he was going for presidency well, But surely not yeah,
1: He doesn't do anything half-ass
3: No, but I, I don't think he would jump straight to presidency Like, He's I think he'd like- be like, I will be Governor Foley, or Senator Foley Yeah, I mean, I
1: agree that would- I'm
3: not saying that's not the long-term plan Sure,
1: I think that's the long-term plan
3: Megan Yarnall called that like she was like John Foley 2020 she was just too early
1: yeah but uh yeah there's I mean come on there's no way this dude's like I think I'd like to be a state representative
3: I mean he's like he, what it is is that he's got a list you know and he was like billionaire check next right. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine checking that box yeah that's- <laughs> wow <laughs>
1: Like That's I'm just trying to think of my boxes And like they're They're they're, they're not the same They're so far down And they're not and, and half of them are unchecked It's like meet all the monkeys Check
3: Check And, and visit the set of Mystery Science Theater 3000 Check Check
1: After that they're all just, dirty Yeah And most of them are unchecked
3: <laughs> I I probably don't want to know then. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So a lot of people jumped straight to presidency. Who knows, you know? And and then some people were like, oh my gosh, I would hate to see the company without John Foley. But but as you pointed out, five years is a long time. Anything can happen in five years. Totally. I mean Who knows where Peloton will be? And it might, you know, I, I mean, I I don't mean like it will go negative, like in a downwards right. place. But I mean, it could be so huge at that point that there's so many different people running it that it wouldn't even. It wouldn't be the same entity anyway You know
1: You can get your presidential alerts Right on your Peloton
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I want that (laughs) I don't think I want anything Politicky showing up on my Peloton I, I would like it to remain A politician free area I get that Yeah it's like the one area of life That needs to remain sane And and united and happy yeah. That's why I don't go to the OPP Unless I have to You
1: think you gotta wipe down your bike now <laughs>
3: <laughs> But in that same article In another little nugget Was that he mentioned A couple of things Now one of those things Was that there are One million subscribers And what's a subscriber? Well Actually, it got corrected. It was 1 million people who have have tried Peloton. So that might be that they have a bike that might mean that they've used a digital subscription. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have an actual subscription, you know, that they pay monthly on. Right. But there are a million. There are a million different people or a million accounts that have been started that. So that's huge and impressive and amazing. Also, there was this interesting little edit at the end where it was like, oh, correction, whoops, we accidentally said, you know, that there were rowing machines at Peloton We didn't mean to say that, it's just, you know, we just accidentally said that, whoops
1: So let your conspiracy theories begin Run wild
3: Who knows, does it mean that there's a rower? We'll find out eventually
1: Eventually, yeah We have that to look forward to, you but do. it certainly gets the mind a wandering. Yes, yes. So we have the turkey reburn.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's another another ride you get to sleep through. Awesome Yeah um, So it's interesting though Because this time The turkey burn is back And we're going to hear the details On November 8th Which is today And I haven't seen anything post By the way But Check the Peloton page One more time But It said Three ways to burn Three So One could assume That means that you've got your bike And the tread And maybe a floor workout Or is it something else Dun dun dun
1: What else could it be There's not another Piece of equipment I don't know Yoga gonna...
3: Yoga Another one could be yoga
1: well, don't you Maybe do you're that gonna on... burn yoga Don't you do that on the floor
3: Well yeah But I meant as opposed to like a weight workout Okay So I don't know To I'm me serious. it's all the same <laughs> Well yeah It's exercise So yes. clearly To you it's all the same
1: That it is They're all weight workouts to me Cause I'm on a weight <laughs>
3: <laughs> So turkey burn's coming Keep your eyes peeled for details. And we'll have, we'll make sure and update everyone as soon as we see those. And once again, you won't be around a bike. I know. But um, I could take my um, my tablet because, you know, they'll have the Android app out by then. Oh, wait. Will they? <laughs> so.
1: Dare to dream.
3: But we can, we can watch on the browser. So I can still join in. I cool. can still join in.
1: I can't wait to nod off. <laughs> Stephen Little popped up
3: again He did Yeah So uh, he posted This little Vague post about He's ready
1: He was vague booking He
3: was definitely Vague booking That he's looking For his new home And uh, it said Master instructor So everyone went Where is he going Where is he going Where is he going I don't know where he's going Um, In fact Somebody reached out And I, I kind of got the impression That perhaps Maybe there's not a plan Like maybe he's actually Looking for there So fishing Yeah he's fishing Like maybe Maybe he's looking for a home So we'll see We will find out Where Stephen Little ends up We'll keep our eyes Peeled for that as well
1: I mean you gotta think With all these knockoffs Coming out
3: <laughs> There's plenty of places To teach
1: Somebody would want To scoop him up but, Oh
3: for sure Yeah know. I mean He's a great teacher Like I, I realized that you know, it's been a while since he taught at Pelotons. So there's a lot of people that never even have taken a class with them, but he's yeah. a great teacher. And some of that might have been contractual. Oh, that's true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nicole didn't, Nicole Moline didn't get back with like Nordic Track until a, quite a significant time period had passed. So I'm sure that they have to sign some kind of agreement that they won't go work for a competitor for X amount of time. You would think. I, I would. Mean,
1: a new Peloton celebrity. Sighting, mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. And perhaps one on the way
3: Yes, so this week There was an interview on the Howard Stern show Heard of him Yeah, well he was interviewing Ben Stiller Okay. And Ben Stiller was talking about his Peloton And how much he loves it And apparently, Howard Stern was like Huh, I may have to get one of those Because I can't run anymore And I need to work out So he might be getting one So we might have Howard Stern as a fellow Person on the bike. I wonder what his leaderboard name would be.
1: Baba Bowie.
3: I don't know. Something obnoxious. That's probably already
1: gone. Oh, I'm sure. I bet he's not obnoxious because in real life he's not obnoxious. Like that's his. But persona. don't you think
3: like it's still it's still like out there? I feel like if he was like if he wanted to be. Part of the community. I,
1: I don't. He would not want to be.
3: He's. He doesn't need to be.
1: No. He's. He's honestly. He's very private. Is he? Like he? I
3: guess private parts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what they meant.
1: But okay. But uh, I thought but,
3: that's where you were going with yeah. it. But he. Uh, yeah. He
1: doesn't really like to be the center of attention, hmm. except when he's on the clock, getting paid to be the center of attention.
3: Okay. So I if think, he's working out, then he would not want. He would not want to be. That would be
1: my guess. Okay. He actually has a St. Louis tie. He does Yeah his uh, daughter went to uh, Washu Either Washu or Slough
3: Oh well that's very yeah, cool Yeah he
1: would kind of sneak into St. Louis all the time and people wouldn't even know it When we had the uh, that Body Works on display where they would I
3: know exactly what you're talking about where Yeah they would
1: For people that don't where they would Oh sorry No yeah, you're fine but for people that don't the, Where they had taken human bodies and like encased them in Like a clear shell so you could see The ligaments and the muscles and maybe Ligaments are muscles I I don't know I was a mass communications major Uh, (laughs) They actually like Let him come in and do A private tour really So while he was in town to see his daughter So he could not get mobbed By people
3: that was a fascinating Display
1: it creeped me out had no interest I I thought it was absolutely fascinating Especially because they had kids
3: yeah, but they were all donated Okay, but a kid can't choose to make those So, like, the adults Yes Could choose I don't remember them having kids, to be honest The one I'm talking Are you talking okay. about the first one that came through That was, like, official or are you talking about the second one that like,
1: was weird There was, like, a knockoff one that went to the mall Yeah, I and think And that one was weird That was mostly, like, Chinese dissidents I, Like, for uh, real like, Yeah, it I know You're like not I'm making, making joke, You're not making a joke Yeah Well,
3: the first one I don't remember them being children um, I do remember that it was fascinating And uh, it was Honestly, I found it really cool Because there were like athletes Like there were Olympic athletes That were included in this And and they had passed away And donated their bodies to science And it was just Fascinating to see how their bodies were put Together right. like as compared to somebody Who was you know sedentary it was Really cool but
1: yeah I just didn't like the idea of kids because I feel like an Adult can say sure do that To me yeah I get that An adult a kid can't Give consent for something like that no
3: that's a That's a fair point and I honestly don't remember there being Children there, yeah. but there may or may not have been
1: But it's also gross and I had no desire
3: yeah It doesn't sound like your thing
1: no it's also Educational <laughs> <laughs> Who wants anything to do with that <laughs> Me I go to the Science Center for, for good stuff Like when s- The Star Trek set Was there <laughs> Which that, was also cool That's what Oh wait Maybe I went to The Science Fiction Center <laughs> <laughs> Rethinking this
3: oh, We have gone astray We have gone Wildly astray Wildly astray Bring it back Okay Howard Stern
1: Howard Stern Might be getting a Peloton
3: Maybe We'll maybe. see Yeah
1: And there is an Uck date <laughs> <laughs> it's, an, it's an Uck date <laughs>
3: You're so excited With yourself right now You're so happy I just thought of it Well it's It's a United Kingdom Update An update <laughs> <laughs> You want to TM that so bad I do <laughs> TM Well there is And of course You know Everybody's up to date Who listens to the podcast They know They're they- up
1: to date <laughs> Come on, we're going to make this a thing
3: <laughs> You're going to make it a thing
1: <laughs> Damn right
3: So the Covenant Garden, uh, the Peloton House Is going to be built and it will be a studio And that's that's going to happen at the first of the year However, there are also a couple of locations That we now know about There are, there are leases that have been acquired for uh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right Marylebone High Street, Kings Road, Canary Wharf And... Spittlefields I mean I, I think I it's
1: pronounced Spittlefield
3: <laughs> It's Pretty sure how you say it Marylebone you, you, Don't you mind me? if I do M-A-R-Y-L-E-B-O-N-E
1: That's a, gotta be a rough town To be named Maryland <laughs> Nobody's naming their daughter That there
3: <laughs> So Marylebone High Street Kings Road And Canary Wharf And Spittlefields Gosh, I probably just butchered all of that I'm so sorry I'm so sorry, United Kingdom I feel terrible
1: Boy, Spitalfield <laughs> That's And I, I gotta assume It's probably gorgeous, right? Like, they don't oh my pu- god They don't They don't put Peloton stores in you like You
3: know it's All of right. these are in wonderful places But Spitalfield?
1: Yeah Did that not used to mean What it means now? I don't now? know that that's
3: how you really say it It's s. I, it's S-P-I-T-A-L And then fields All one word yeah, I don't know. So that doesn't mean that I'm saying it correctly, and I and I really hate. I need to start. I need to start googling this before we have these shows, so that I can like have Google pronounce it for me, so that I don't offend people. Because I I really won't don't want to offend. Because we're getting a lot of people listening from the United They're Kingdom And Yeah, and uh, and thank you for that, by the way, United Kingdom. And so I don't want to offend you by saying the the town tam- the town names wrong, and I have no idea how to say them. So and I would love. Yeah, for- we
1: still say. Thames <laughs> We don't know.
3: I'd love for one of our United Kingdom listeners to, to be on our show. Is I think Benny
1: be Hill cool. still their prime minister? Is that how that worked? No. No? No. Thought that's pretty much that was that was a thing, I'm pretty sure. No. They were Yahoo serious, right? No? No. <laughs> That was Australia But the accent's close
3: I don't know that they're as easygoing as Canada Brenda So Uh oh
1: <laughs> um, All I can think is we were this close to having Spittlefields forever
3: Instead of strawberry Yeah But that's not true because the Beatles came from England Right like if they were maybe born two towns over It
1: could have been Spittlefields forever <laughs> God, I love that song,
3: Strawberry Fields. Oh, not, not Fields
1: <laughs> So, uh, before we go into our uh, our guest interview of the week, yes, we should probably give you a little background.
3: Yeah, that's probably a good idea because it,
1: it's going to sound a little "Eat Your Vegetables." It is, and it's not. No,
3: you guys need to listen to this interview.
1: Look, if I'm involved, there's no vegetables, right? I think we firmly established right. that. So, this guy uh, embarked on this mission mm-hmm. to. Provide clean water to Liberia, mm-hmm. and he's almost there. Well, I will. I will say he is there. He, he they met their goal for him to get off the boat. Yes. So he was doing this kind of uh, promotion where he was going to live on this barge until they hit their final goal, and they did hit it. But they are still collecting money because there's still more work to do. They got all their wells in place, but there are other materials and items that they could use, and and ways to get clean water to people in places where they can't do wells. He will explain all that And he will explain all that In a way that uh, is lively And it won't make you like want to punch yourself in the face
3: no this uh Todd is our is our interviewee right. and uh he's very engaging you guys are gonna love this interview so please listen and uh if you are so inclined feel free to donate because I want to make sure that you guys all understand the beginning of this interview uh, before you listen because I was inspired to donate that um a hundred percent of anything you donate goes straight to Liberia like not it doesn't even pay the people who work there they have right. donors that take care of that separately so anything that you Do decide to donate or don't decide, whatever, that it all goes straight to Liberia. So, either way, it's a very entertaining story, and you guys will enjoy it. So, dig in. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining
1: us today via skype phone is Todd Phillips Hey Todd, how's it going? How are you guys doing?
3: Good, so glad to make this work We've had a couple of technical difficulties on our end So we apologize for that and thank you for your patience
0: Absolutely Oh, not at all. I'm I'm excited to be on this. I'm really I'm actually very fired up about this. <laughs> there you
3: go. That's awesome. I love hearing that. So we always start our interviews with telling us. We always find out where the person heard about Peloton, how they came to find out about Peloton.
0: Yeah. Okay. So my my I guess it's probably a normal story. Somebody else told me about it, right? So I was coaching a guy I do some kind of high performance uh, professional coaching, and so I was coaching a guy up in D.C. Uh, I'm down in Dallas over the phone, and. Uh, got to be really good friends with him through that coaching process, and he used to go to a, actually go to a church I went to up in D.C. with him. So we hadn't seen each other for years, got reconnected on the coaching deal, and he tells me he's using this Peloton. I said, you know, I've seen the TV commercials for that. It looks really cool, but I'm just not a bike rider. Like, I've never been. I've tried to mountain biking and you know i got a, a road bike. I mean, i've just never been into biking at all and he's like look it's totally different i'm like it's the same thing it's got pedals, it's got pedals. <laughs> and, and, and the only difference is it doesn't go anywhere so it's even worse right so <laughs> so um he's like i'm serious you go to and there was one one of like the eight or ten you know peloton locations is in dallas where i live i'm like you know what I, i'm gonna go check it out so i go in there Get on the bike, they show me the clip on shoes, and there were some really cool salespeople in there. There were a lot of fun. So we had a blast we were there for about an hour. And I said, So seriously, I can try this thing out. You know, that's the big thing. I tried it. If you don't like it, you can bring it back. I'm like, okay, I'll take one. So they come in and then it's it's just this like Disney World experience where everything's just perfect. <laughs> they come in, they come with a the truck, they put the bike in the bedroom, right where I want it, turn it the, and then they show me the shoes, how to clip in and out, show me the screen. They're really, really nice, almost too nice, kind of like Disney World. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like they, but I love it. Like, I'm smiling the whole time going, why am I not that nice all the time? So they showed me the whole thing. I got into it. This was about six months ago. Before that, I was kind of going and jogging, or I would force myself to get on my bike and go ride around the neighborhood or whatever to get a cardio or jump rope or whatever. And since I got the Peloton, my two to three time a week routine of any cardio, which I try to get. A lot of different kinds of cardio done. It's all the pelt time. Like it's <laughs> unusually and uncomfortably addictive
1: <laughs> Welcome. Well, well, first off, I no,
0: love right. Right, it's a it's a cult and it's a good one. I always thought cults were bad. This is a great one. I was,
1: <laughs> well, first off, I love all the Disney World analogies because yeah. I'm, well, I'm a huge Disney nerd. It's so true, right? Yeah, and I like I proposed to Crystal at Disney World. He did. Uh, so that's
3: that's awesome.
1: And uh, I also think it's very fitting that you learned about this at church because Peloton so often is, it is like that. People are like, have you heard the good news? Do you have a personal relationship with Peloton? I do. Can I come inside and talk to you?
0: So Tom, this is a, it'll be funny for you because I used to be a pastor before I got involved with this nonprofit work. And this is where I, I met this guy. And it's funny because I've got a, you know, a passion for my own religion, like a lot of people do, but it's the same. It is. You're exactly right. Like I'm a Peloton evangelist. (laughs) i <laughs> <laughs> Are you with me Yeah I'm A pellet Pellet pell- pell- it. It's like a It's like a It's a real deal And I'm one of them
1: so. Oh That's I, awesome That's the best marketing
3: I don't know if you know this About Tom But the The funny oh, thing is He doesn't ride the bike At all Todd Like at what? all no, He doesn't <laughs> He doesn't exercise He does nothing healthy Doesn't even eat fruits And vegetables I'm weird
0: oh, Tom We need to talk man. <laughs> After the interview <laughs> I mean, let's saying come out to the barge for a day I'll change the whole thing it's crazy wow, what a couple you guys are funny that's great
1: <laughs> well they say opposites attract
0: <laughs> French fries and bananas right there on the table absolutely <laughs> Two feet apart
1: that's true yeah that we never have fights like who ate the last of my insert favorite thing here yeah that's like, never, that's a never thing. so
3: classic yeah like
1: that's never a, an issue in our home
0: like do you have completely separate pantries I mean
3: like, <laughs> it's not separate. It's just that, like, there' nothing that we want is in each other's space yeah. ever. So Tom pretty much <laughs> only eats like chicken tenders and French fries and chicken nuggets and French fries and
1: hamburgers yeah, and totally pizza. Totally
0: get it. My, funny, my daughter's the same thing: <laughs> chicken tenders. And french fries Yeah it's pizza But that's I mean, Basically the same diet
1: Yeah Yeah I always say I I eat like a 10 year old boy Yeah Like that's
3: <laughs> Yeah And it's true So but uh, we uh sh-
1: Maybe we should just dig in Because you mentioned On the barge Yeah So people are probably like What What does that mean Yeah So Yeah that's a, that's a good point <laughs> Then they're like Is this like Magnum P.I. Does he live on a
0: houseboat
3: What is happening
0: <laughs> Look, Magnum P.I. What a cool reference <laughs> <laughs> to
2: that's just, that's just Excellent <laughs> Yeah
3: Tom's all about The pop culture references you will find out as we go through it. this <laughs> That is a great point And a good good reference Good changing of the topic So tell us about the last well And how you ended up on a barge
0: Yeah, it's a kind of I mean, obviously it's a crazy story Because I'm on a barge But it's, you know it's. I used to, again I was a pastor up at a church Up in Washington, D.C. And it was a young adult church, right? So there was just young people showing up It was the coolest thing I've ever been involved with The average age was 27. We had about 4,000 people coming every weekend to 10 different campuses in the D.C. area. It was amazing.
3: Wow.
0: And all of them were working on the Hill, you know, with congressmen. They were working at, you know, government agencies, really type A, high output young adults. And, And bottom line is I just heard from all these different. Young people are like, look, we want to change the world. We want to have an impact on this world. We want to do something amazing. Have our own Neil Armstrong, first man on the moon kind of moment. I mean, how can we have to read back in the history books for that to happen? You know, as a pastor, I'm teaching these people every weekend, you know, and I'm going, wow, this is an amazing thing that's happening. These young people really wanting to change the world. The short version is we spent a couple months studying. They had two questions they asked as a, as a group of young adults. What's the worst, most challenging place in the world we can go to that nobody else wants to go? And what's the greatest physical need that we can provide them to also share the Christian message? That was their, they wanted to go out there and, you know, share that message with other people. So I'm like, okay, let's start studying that. So over two months, we found out that Liberia, this little West African country, if any of your listeners know that name Liberia, it's probably because of the Ebola crisis in 2014. Yeah. Nobody knows where this country is, but it's this little West African country that was the epicenter of the Ebola crisis. So we find out it's the second poorest country in the world. This was back in 2009. Second poorest country, second most miserable. And there's an actual index for that at the CIA. (laughs) CIA I was going to,
1: I was going to ask like, wait, they track that. Wow. No,
0: dude, it's kind of crazy. Like they have an index and then you look at the list and it's all 184 to 186 countries, depending on what list you're looking at. And Liberia was the second worst, second most miserable. And then finally they got named the most corrupt country that year, by a subsidiary of USA Today, so poverty, corruption, and misery, and they just come out of a 14-year civil war, and nobody was there. Like all these government agencies and groups were leaving in droves, and these young adults are like, "That's where we want to go." That's
3: fantastic.
0: Yeah. So, and then we found out real quick that water was the greatest need. So that brings me to the barge. Ten years later, the goal was to bring water to an entire developing nation for the first time in human history. Every man, woman, and child within the border of that country. And over the last 10 years, we've reached 2 million, just under 2 million. I think we may have reached 2 million as of this week. 2 million people with water. And that means, according to U.N. estimates, that we've saved 100,000 of those lives. So 5% wow. of that population would have not seen their next birthday if it weren't for our efforts. That's 100,000 people. Half of those are children under the age of 15. You can tell I get pretty fired up about Yeah, this. you should. Because, well... Well, I've been out here. This is day 20. I look, like, I look like Tom Hanks from, you know, Castaway. I mean, I've got to, I, 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 and I'm not kidding. I have a Wilson ball. So I'm on the card, acting like Tom Hanks, got the beard the whole ball game, have my Wilson ball, and I'm staying on here. I've been living here 20 days. I'm staying here until we raise enough money to reach uh, 500000 of the last million people we have to reach by December of 2020, because there was an end date. These young adults wanted to end this by new year's Eve, 2020. So we're 27 months out. And I said, you know what? We're going to get this thing done. So that's what I'm doing. I'm hanging out here till we raise the funds to reach half of those people we still have to reach.
3: I'm astonished by this, like the, the scope of this. So like these kids are hanging. I mean, they're not kids anymore. they Are they hanging in there with you? Like, the, do you guys still stay in contact? They're all still engaged with the, the project?
0: Not all of them, right? But there's sure. a whole big contingent of people who are now in their mid-30s, you know, early 40s, who used to be in their mid-late 20s when we started 10 years ago. To give you a great example, two years ago, we went back and did this big, you know, Last Well event. And it has been eight years since we started. And it has been six years since I was the pastor of the church at the time. We just threw out a Facebook post. 2,500 people showed up. We raised $1.4 million that night a couple of years ago. What? Just with these young adults. No, it's, I'm telling you, it's absolutely, I've never seen anything like it. I've never, ever seen anything like it. And I think one of the biggest deals is, for like anyone listening going, man, we're ta- I thought we were talking about Peloton, right? And I get that. But one of, the, one of the coolest things about this I think is compelling for people is that as a pastor, I came to the board of directors. I'm working full time for the last well now. I said, look, let's just cover all the expenses with a group of donors so that 100% of the money that comes in goes to the field. Because all these nonprofits get hassled going, well, only half the money or 50 cents on the dollar, you know, whatever. Let's just send 100% of it over to Liberia so there's no question. And, and the board unanimously agreed. Yeah, and in so all, we give every bit of the money. Wow.
1: In all, in all honesty, if a charity's given half the money to the actual cause, that's actually a good ratio. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them do a yep. lot less. So wow. I mean, the fact that you can give yeah, all of it less. is really impressive. And I was just thinking, like, yeah. I don't think growing up in a developed nation you take infrastructure for granted totally. like you just assume when you flip on a switch then the lights will go on or when you turn on your faucet water will come out like you don't even think about yeah. stuff like that
0: yeah it's true, Tom. i mean that's the biggest challenge you know as a kind of trying kind to of lead this organization forward and you know on this barge wherever whoever i'm talking to is helping americans really understand the challenges that these people are dealing with every day i mean that when we got there 100 people a day were dying 100 people every day inside this one country were dying from completely preventable waterborne disease. And half of those again, 50% of that country is under the age of 15. So every day, 50 children were dying from a totally preventable issue every day. And, and, and then not only that, but like all the girls and the families, They're the ones, the little girls, the 7-year-olds, the 11-, 12-year-old girls in each family, they're the ones that walk three hours a day one way to go get dirty water for their family. And that's where a big piece of the human trafficking issue is right now. These girls going to fetch water, the human traffickers pick them up, take them. And so one of the things we always talk about is let's end the walk. Let's stop this. Come on, this is ridiculous. We got the ability.
1: And they're probably easy to take because they're exhausted.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, that's I mean, they're, true.
0: they're carrying forty-five yeah. pounds of water on their head.
3: I can't even yeah. imagine. Yeah. So you've been out there twenty days, and how much do you need to raise to hit your goal?
0: Well, the goal is two point three million. So if you go to thelastwell.org, dot org, it's got a little you know little bar there, how far we've gone, and we just hit. I, I, it updates pretty often. I think we're at exactly sixty-six percent. So we're two-thirds of the way there. One point five four five million, something like that. So we've got. About seven hundred and sixty, seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars 770000 left. We're two-thirds of the way there. So I don't know how long I'll be here, but it's moving. People are really interested. One of the cool things, you guys have a podcast. We have this Facebook Live. You'll, I think you'll laugh about this. I am I mean, I'm social media challenged at every level. I told somebody yesterday, they were on the barge, so I go, listen, why don't you uh, hashtag me on Facebook?
2: <laughs>
0: right? So you guys caught that. That wasn't yeah. hard to catch. <laughs> That's obvious. Okay, well, it's not for me, right? So my wife called me like two weeks ago when I'm five, six days into this deal, she says, hey, look, just get on Facebook Live. I know you don't have a hassle with that but because yeah, you always speak and talk and preach and all that. Just get on there and talk. I said, okay, okay, okay. So I hit my little Facebook Live button, and I talked. And then I said, you know what, I'll be here tomorrow night at 730 if anybody wants to get an update about the barge. Next night I was up to 730. I said, you know what, I'll be here every night at 730 if somebody wants to watch. So on our the, the last well page on Facebook, now we've got – we had 17,000 viewers last night on the Facebook Live – And we're raising money, and people are calling in and giving us matching grants to raise money on the Facebook Live show. Wow. Two nights ago, we had state representative Justin Holland jump in the lake in Lake Ray Hubbard off the barge in his clothes because somebody gave $20,000 to the last world to make him do it. Wow. It was the funniest, funniest thing I've ever seen in my
1: entire life. (laughs) That's awesome. That
2: oh, is. It also yeah, shows you what
1: politicians will fun. do for money.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you said it. I did. At least it wasn't money for himself. That's so, right. Well, That's right. No, it's just, it's yes, a step true. in the right direction.
3: <laughs> so I mean, are you safe out there?
1: Yeah, great question. You know,
0: people. Actually, the first week I was out here, there was four straight days. You know, it's we we know in North Texas, legendary thunderstorm, tornadoes, hail, winds, all that stuff. So I'm right in the middle of the lake on this barge with. Three 1,200-pound cement anchors and these three-quarter-inch steel cables connecting me to those anchors to keep me in place. Well, the first four days, the winds were so torrential. They had five-foot cresting waves against the barge. The banner that we got on the barge ripped. The rain fly over my three-season tent ripped off. There was water and rain inside the tent. I was in the corner for 40 hours straight. I couldn't stand up for 40 hours because it was bouncing around like an earthquake for 40 hours. In four days, I got eight hours of sleep. It was the most hair-raising, unbelievably challenging four and nine nights of my life. Safe, yes. <laughs> Comfortable, no. <laughs> so, wow. so that's the difference, right? Yes, I'm very safe. We've got an incredible team around me. We've got the city of Dallas, the, the fire department here local. The, we've got a bunch of people over at Chandler's Landing as a marina here. We've got about 14 boats available anytime we need it. They've been out in emergency situations with me and I mean, the whole community's rallying
1: around. It's pretty cool. Not counting that, like, are you constantly wet? Do you have, like, a lean-to? Like, what's what's the shelter situation? Yeah,
0: great question. So now what they did is they put a new, thicker, like, more durable rainfly over the current tent shell that I was in. So I've still got the same tent, but they've got a rainfly that's actually stopped the water from coming in.
3: Oh, good.
0: Uh, and the rain's not, like coming horizontally anymore because you know the wind it was just it was just a horrible week and then since then we've had rains and stuff but nothing like that so this tent has done fine the rain flies okay the banners that they replaced the banner i'm able to stand up even if it's windy and choppy like it is today but it's still a challenge like i didn't get genuine sleep until about four days ago wow yeah so it's starting to weigh on me but i'm you know i'm still I'm, i'm very i'm very passionate about this
3: Clearly I awesome. yeah. really am Clearly yeah
0: Yes yeah right Obviously <laughs> You wouldn't find Somebody going I really don't care Much about it yeah. But I thought The barge
2: would be cool yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: I just thought Being homeless <laughs> Sounded fun <laughs> I'm kind of known for asking the indelicate questions, so I, I'm sure I won't be the first person to ask you this. But I know that there's an element of the podcast listeners that are wondering this: How are you pooping? Where's that? Oh,
0: see, that's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, this, so the and I really I'm loving that guy. I love that I get to answer this. So what's funny about that is there's a there's a Facebook group called the Rockwallian. So I live in Rockwall, Texas, just east of Dallas. So there's 23, 24,000 members on it, and everybody's got an opinion. And when I came out here, we're about we're just. Like 200 yards south of I 30. So there's like, you know, 80,000 cars a day going by. And we did that on purpose. Well, you know, half of them are going to Rockwall. So the first thing that started popping up on the Facebook page was is he just hanging off the trussing on (laughs) the raft and pooping in the water?
1: That would be quite the hypocritical move Hmm. if you were.
0: (laughs) I mean, think about it. Like, I'm trying to get clean water in the country. And I'm I'm, I'm pooping in the, the water source for East Dallas. So. I mean whatever. So anyway, so we've got a and what's even more funny is there's this massive porta potty behind my tent on the raft. So it's like you can see it from the highway. So if anybody looks over here, they see this massive it's a it's a commercial porta potty that you'd see like for construction workers or something working out on the road. So Tom, that's where I poop.
1: Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Glad yeah, we got I that, that coming. I could have
0: just told you that. But <laughs> yeah. The other
1: one was fun, right? No, yeah. it was more fun. I like. Maybe they that. thought it was like a threat. Like, <laughs> now, if you don't help us get them clean water, <laughs>
3: then I'm going to dirty your I water. Will yeah.
1: Personally, dirty your water. Yeah, I'll poop in yours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah take right. that.
3: <laughs> 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 I think my favorite part about your barge experience is the accessory that you have on. (laughs) That you're using to keep fit So I would love for you to tell people About that Yeah
0: so here's the crazy thing We brought a Peloton bike out The only modern Quote unquote modern convenience You know that we brought out I've of course fell in love with mine So at least twice a week I'm on the bike So when we got here I guess it was my normal day It was like I guess second or third day I got here before the storm hit I get on the bike I do my ride It's all great Bolted it down to the raft And at the time we had a live A 24 hour seven day a week Live seat camera on the raft, you just watch anytime you wanted. That whole thing got blown up and tossed into you know with the waves and the wind. But it was neat for like three minutes. So uh, stormy. So, but but I was on the I was on the Peloton and uh, had a great ride. It was awesome. But the bike that they put on here for me, it's not mine. They were this mar- the company that built this put it on here. We borrowed it from them. So i got mine still at home. So they put it on here, and it had those old shoe strap pedals, you know, that you just you put your your normal shoe in the strap yeah. instead of doing the clip-on. Yeah. Okay, and so I'm like, oh, man, that's not cool because I can't really stand up with those. And I was in the saddle the whole time doing the bike ride, and it was fine. So then I called them. And I said, hey, come out here and change them in the clip-on because I'm going to ride at least twice a week. Well, that's when the storm hit. And we had rain for 10 days straight. Those four days were just the thunderstorm. We had rain for 10. It was the longest rain, coldest October, you know, like in human history, of course, in the North Dallas region. When the tarp ripped on my tent, the bag flew off or ripped off—I don't know. from the bike and it got wet, <gasps> so it dried out. The screen worked for a few minutes, and it's not working. So now they're coming out again to try to fix it. So I'm, I'm kind of going nuts. I've oh never, my gosh! In six months since I've had my Peloton. I've never not been on it for the time frame like that I have. So I tried. To, it's funny because I can do the bike when the waves are hitting because it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm on the bike. But when I'm trying to do jump rope or something, so the, the bike went out. So I'm like, okay, I'll get my jump rope out. And if you can imagine trying to jump rope during an earthquake,
2: oh.
3: <laughs> I just want
0: you to think about that for a minute and see how affected you'd be.
3: Well, I suck at jumping rope when there's flat ground and no yep. earthquake, there's no movement. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it's like
1: you jump, and by the yeah, time you land, the earth isn't where you left it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling
0: you, that's exactly what happens. It's just it's completely just dis- disjointing. And so I, you know, I did I did all three reps. And then I quit the rope, you know, you know, after that was done. And I've been waiting for them to bring the screen out. It really has been hard to not have my screen.
3: Oh, I bet so. I I bet.
1: Right now, somebody at Peloton Corporate is like, update our terms and conditions (laughs) to the
0: warranty
3: (laughs) doesn't
1: cover barges. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Do not put your bicycle out in a storm. Yeah.
3: It's yeah. so funny cuz I'm thinking and you've only been part of Peloton for this last 6 months so you probably never heard the story about Rustgate. That's what
1: I was thinking too.
3: Did you hear about the Rustgate? Rust yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I'd, I'd love to hear it
3: Okay, so I I won't go into all the details But long story short, somebody, like, made this huge claim to Peloton That their bike rusted Not, like like, a little bit of rust Like, the entire frame was completely corroded And, I mean, it looked like it had been in a flood It looked yeah. like it had been just very misused And so... Peloton ended up making it right because that's what Peloton does, but most sure.
1: people yeah. were kind of looking at him sideways. Yes, totally. Like, what did you do to this bike yeah. to make it rust? Yeah,
0: it's not even possible. Come on. Yeah. Come on. They did what they did what I'm doing, but they don't not Tell telling anybody. Yeah.
3: That's, I mean, whenever you said that I wanted right. to tease you and be like, "Oh my gosh, you're the real person behind Rustgate."
0: <laughs> right? You finally found it. I like deep throat. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm... On the Peloton D <laughs> You got me. Yeah, and, and you guys are Woodwater and Bernstein. This is awesome. This is gonna be a great story.
3: We're,
1: right? we're breaking news. Okay,
0: there's another, there's another ancient reference, Tom.
1: Yeah, no, you're I got it. I was just thinking, as yeah. long as I'm not the one who wrote that really mean book about John Belushi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you outdo me every time I really was trying. Oh,
1: <laughs> I have a, a quick question about what you're doing in Liberia. In terms of, yeah. and if, if you touched on this, I missed it, so I apologize. But like, what's the technology in place that you're doing that's providing the clean water?
0: Terrific question. We, because it's such a impoverished country, there's no electric grid. Basically, the war kind of the whole country was razed to the ground. No water system, no electric grid, no roads. I mean, it just it, it just got completely destroyed. So when we go out there, the best technology, because it's a coastal country, there's water underneath it. They get 200 inches of rainfall a year, but they can't drink any of the surface water because of dysentery and cholera and all these other bacteria. Well, the water goes down through the soil, into the aquifer, and the cool thing is the whole country's floating on an underground lake, right? So you poke a hole in the ground with a drilling rig, water comes out. Oh. Another hole in the ground, water comes out. It's the most amazing thing. So they've got this treasure trove of water underneath, and they just can't get to it. So... About half to 60% of the people that we've reached, the 2 million or so we've reached at this point, have come, maybe 60%, have come from hand pump water wells. It's the most reliable, medium-to-long-term solution in a challenging area like that where there's no centralized electric grid or centralized utility structure. So each community has their own well. We teach them and train a team in each village on how to repair and maintain the well and connect them with contractors if a larger problem comes up so that they can call them you may not notice that everybody in Africa has a cell phone. Doesn't matter how impoverished they are, because they never had landlines to begin with. So cell phones, even though we think of them as expensive, it's incredibly cheap to have a, a communication device in your hand sure. and use it. Yeah. That makes sense. As, as remarkable as that can sound, you know. But, but the, so the communication's there. So that's how we do for about sixty percent. The other 40 percent are in these really rural areas where there's, you know, you go forty miles up a walking path, so you can't get a drilling truck down there. You know, there's no way to get the equipment there. Yeah. So for those people in these little tiny villages that no one was going to go to, period, we've found a technology through Sawyer Products out of Florida. We did about, I don't know, a year and a half. We we researched like 20 different types of filters and clean water systems that were low-tech, non-electric solutions. And we found this 0.1 water filter from Sawyer Products. I found them from another group that was using them like 100 filters at a time when they go on these trips to Guatemala. And I said, you know, get me connected with them. So we talked to Kurt Sawyer, the owner. Basically, long story short, this filter filters out all of the bacterial contaminants that could cause disease and death in these developing countries. And it's not a carbon filter that has to be replaced. It's based on kidney dialysis technology. Wow. And, And there's these little filaments in there. And all you do is backwash it on every new bucket that you bring, every dirty bucket that you clean. You just backwash this little four inch filter and it'll
1: last a family of six for 15 years whoa like it's nuts so how do you crazy is there a way to tell when it's time yeah what'll happen is
0: they're guaranteed in the u.s like you can go to rei and stuff and get sawyer filters like when you go mountaineering or canoe trip or camping or whatever but they've created this special filter it's the same technology but it's a bucket to bucket system because everybody has buckets in liberia and so what happens is eventually, after a million gallons, after 10, fifteen, 20 years sometimes, eventually the filament, the plastic they just the thing just wears out. But the interesting thing is the longest we've had them out in the field in other countries that we've other partners we work with, we don't we only work in Liberia, but like a friend of mine works in an organization in Fiji, and you'd be going, well, why does Fiji need clean water? They have a Fiji water company, right? But everybody in the islands doesn't have clean water. So they're using these filters in Fiji. They've been going for eight years have put 7,200 of these filters in, in, in the Fiji Islands and have replaced two of them in eight years. Wow. wow. Just to give you an example of how amazing. And it's not the filter. It was the connection to the bucket that was a problem. So the filter on both of those was still okay.
3: That's crazy That's how good. effective yeah. that is. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the, you know, let's say you got 20 huts in a village and one filter breaks. Think about this. If one did break, you're still 19 other filters in the community. Nobody's missing water. you are able to share it with each other. I mean, it's just, it's a cool deal. So we do we do wells, and we do filters in in the
1: rural areas. That's great We're going to need Something like that For the zombie apocalypse We are You yeah. to stock totally up Totally right it. That's yeah.
0: what Sawyer See and I told so, Sawyer I said Kurt Are you looking For the zombie apocalypse Because you'd be We'd be wealthy Like everybody <laughs> yeah. so, but, the, but the world Wouldn't be much fun anymore But you have a lot of money Which yeah. probably wouldn't Be worth anything So let's not have that happen.
1: Yeah Right yeah You're like Now that I extrapolate This to its logical conclusion I'm yeah, thinking It's really a bad idea Maybe not so much Yeah I find it fascinating That Like I'm not amazed That they have self Phones because I do know that like That you're bang for your buck a cell Phone is a pretty cheap communication Device but yeah what I find fascinating Is that there are companies that came Into this country and figured out how to put up cell phone towers in enough areas yeah. that this poor country that they could put a cell phone in everybody's hand, but, but there, not water. But there was no profit margin in like sustenance. Yeah, like the simplest thing you need to live. That's
0: probably one of the best statements slash questions I've gotten, really in the ten year history. Like very few people really dive down into that issue. And what's interesting about it is the cost of, of the water provision and training is more expensive than them just shipping in, you know, two million cheap cell phones, giving them away free and getting people on their monthly plan. Like it's such a high, ridiculously high profit margin, even the way they're doing it in these developing countries for the cell phones. And it's much more costly to try to provide water. So from a profit perspective, they're making the smart move, you know, from a purely sure. dollar expense, return on investment. Yeah. But yeah, it's a crazy deal, isn't it? And what we're trying to do is, we're talking to companies now to try to create public-private partnerships between governments and private industry like the cell phone company. Say, so, hey, guys, take 5% of your money over here. Let's get the government to pony up a little bit of the money, and let's build a, a, a repair and maintenance team structure to keep these things going long term. Right. We haven't done that yet, but those are the kind of ideas that are out there that actually then you'd have contractors that are making money by going out and checking on the wells and maintaining them and things like that. So. It's a process that's being discussed.
3: I I just can't believe how much you've accomplished. I mean, 10 years is a long time, but you've done an amazing amount in 10 years. Well, thanks
0: for that. You know, I give credit to the two. We have three and a half staff in America, me and two other full time and a part time office manager. That's it. That's what runs this in America. It's, It's all happening over there. So we raise money awareness over here. We we build strategies over here. We go train people in Liberia, but Liberian people are serving Liberian people. Liberian people are serving Liberian people. That's the way we want it to go. Right, so um, I'm sorry A boat came by this is, this is a total side note But again, being on the barge An average of 60 boats a day come by <laughs> And and this one just sailed by And said, hey, anybody there? And I'm, I'm trying to tell them I'm on the phone And they're angry with me right now oh. right, Totally angry because I'm not Because I'm not coming out With my Wilson ball and saying hello
3: Listen, you're trying um, to save the totally world got me
0: off subject yeah. <laughs>
3: what was I talking about? You were talking about How Liberian people Are serving Liberian people
0: Yeah, yeah So that's a really cool thing for us We, we stay in the background We build the technologies, we train the technicians, we we do all the training and stuff. We are the logistics core of it, but then once we train them, they go out and they serve each other. So whether it's, you know, the Christian message, us, you know, going out there and putting churches in villages or it's going out and putting the water in villages it doesn't make any difference. It's Liberians serving Liberians, so they never see the Americans come in and try to... We're not We're not saving or helping them. They're helping each other.
1: No, that's smart. That's, I mean, you've probably never heard this phrase before, being a pastor, but, you know, teach a man to fish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, never heard that, but yeah, what's the end of it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it? Uh,
1: yeah. He'll need a fishing license, I think. <laughs> oh, I,
0: I, yeah, no. yeah, I got Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: like
1: you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's typically short lived <laughs> Well, hopefully in another 10 years, you have to start a new charity to deal with the population explosion in Liberia. Yeah. Like... Have there there been any, like, this is just kind of really, like, nerdy stuff. Have there been any unintended consequences of the fact that so many more people are living? Like, I mean, that's a good thing. Like, I'm not against it. Don't hear it that way. But, like, if they were losing 100,000 people, you know, a year, and then now they're not, it's a baby boom of sorts, you know?
0: Okay, so to clarify, just to make sure the listeners understand, I didn't state that. Uh, completely right. It's a 10 year survival rate or, or 10 year morbidity rate. So okay. over 10 years, 5% of people in a, in a country like that over 10 years are going to lose their life. So right. There's some 2 million people over 10 years, a hundred thousand people, have been saved. Does that make sense?
2: Okay,
1: yeah, I, First, I might have it, misunderstood it, it, that. That a 10 might, year time frame. Yeah. Yeah. But that's still yeah. a and lot. I probably said it the other way. But that's still a lot yeah. of people, and there's also, no pun intended, a ripple effect of, like, those yes, people is. will have people. Right. And so on and so on.
0: You're really, you're hitting the nail on the head on several of these questions. This is the great unknown. So what we're doing right now, we're working with Calvin College and Johns Hopkins and a couple of other groups. We're talking to Baylor University here in Texas about doing some long-term studies on just that very thing. So not only are we collecting health data in the field, and actually it's the first time this has ever been done across an entire nation in history. We've got a a health map of the positive consequences of our water provision. So the good thing is we we go from an average of 30% illness or death, I'm sorry, 37% in a village when we get there. Within eight weeks of providing water, it's down to 1.5% illness. 37%, one out of every three. 1.5% 1.5% of the total village. Massive, massive shift in health. And we're collecting all that data. But we don't know what those long-term consequences are going to be, in, you know, intended or not. And so we have universities now that are very interested in doing 10-, 15-year, 20-year studies over the coming decades of how that pop- the population changes, how this generation of people who has been saved who would otherwise have died, how that affects the growth and the challenges or benefit to the, to the country down the road the time will tell and that's something that like I, I would love to have a better answer i mean we just don't know
1: it's sure. i mean i'm sure it's too early in yeah. to truly know. but, but
0: yeah but what
3: a great answer to have to figure out right. i mean
1: <laughs> no i think so too and I'm, I'm, I'm
0: excited that the colleges want to right because we yeah. can't do that we don't have the ability to do those long-term studies it's not our mission but these universities love this they've never had this kind of data available to them
3: wow that's you know? fantastic
1: and it's sad to say there are lots of countries that probably serve as a as a control of like, and here's a similar country that,
3: that, that didn't get that the doesn't home.
1: have this luxury that kind of compare apples to apples, as it were.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I, I'm anxious to see that. And, and again, I, I thought about this, too. You know, what if there are some, you know, challenging unintended consequences that come down the road? I think for me, it's it's doing the best with the information that we have. The bottom line is today, these children, I've got three kids, these children are dying and it's it's just. You know, it's just that whole sense of it's just not okay. And then if there's something we can do to stop this, then we need to. And we can address those issues down the road. Um, But it is. I mean, those are the kind of things, you know, when you have an effect on an entire country, I mean, we're doing something here that's going to affect the entire nation we're not just decades But generations to come Well you know Good or bad you,
3: right? you know you You started kind of This whole interview By talking about How these kids Wanted to do something That was historical In nature And I mean Just by its very essence You can't possibly know What those consequences are The things that you were Referring to that happened In history They didn't know What the consequences Were going to be They just did it Because it was The right thing to do
0: No I appreciate that And I appreciate that Encouragement It's a big task its I'll tell you this I never get tired Of going to a well dedication Where we bring water in And, and for me me as, a, as a Christian, I know people all different religions or no religion, right? They write Peloton. It's its own religion, right? So, and I'm part of it. So, <laughs> so um, but regardless, right? So, the Christian message for me is important. So, we want to share that with other people. But I never get tired of going and seeing a Liberian pastor, you know, go into a village and dedicate the well and see these little kids come up to the well when the first, when it's pumped for the first time. The first, they look just shocked. They're like not even sure what they're seeing because it's this crystal clear unusual liquid they've never seen because their water looks like chocolate milk. I was going
1: to ask and that. Like the it. water looks yeah, visibly different. Correct.
0: Oh, completely. And wow. then they just don't know what to do with that. And then they get up there and they drink and they call it sweet. It's sweet water. Aww. so They drink and then they splash it on their face, splash, splash it on each other. And it's just this celebration. It's just, it, it just goes absolutely insane all, all over the, and <laughs> every time I see it, I never get tired. Wow. And that's what's happening eight times a day. Now we're, we're reaching eight villages every 24 hour period. All the way to December of 2020. Wow, eight villages every day. You know, I was also nice Sun, sunset. Eight villages. So
1: <laughs> I was also thinking, like, love of, of unintended consequences. How much better must Liberia smell? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's hey,
0: true. That's true. It, I mean, seriously, it, the dirty water, the dirty water, and the and the bacteria and the disease, the mosquitoes, all of it. When you start cleaning that up, and, and i and you were asking me where I poop. Like they poop everywhere. Yeah, right, there's, yeah, right. So there's, right. A, there's a process by which, as you teach them. About sanitary conditions, it's called water sanitation and hygiene (WSH). We call it wash. So you teach water, you get water to them, and then teach them sanitation and hygiene with it. And the community completely changes their understanding not just of water, but how, how and where they defecate, bacterial disease, what that means to their kids. It, it changes everything when you bring water.
3: Wow, it's wow. just
0: incredible. Well, I, I was going to ask you guys how I want to stay on all night. Um, so if you let me, I could do a marathon with you guys. By the way, <laughs> before, before we get off, though, I want to I want to talk about my two favorite instructors. Yes, absolutely. yes, that, that we were going to so circle like how much back. Time do we have?
1: That, oh, we. I mean, we're we're pretty loosey goosey, but yeah, that's actually on our list. We were going to circle back to Peloton at the close, so we can absolutely. Yeah, totally do that. cool.
0: I just want to make sure it's on there because, like, I want to do the shout out, and then I'm hoping, just like you know, I'm trying to raise awareness. I'm hoping my two favorites they'll, they'll show some love. Absolutely. Well, well get we'll, the word out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
3: Well, we'll make sure. And uh, and and tag them on Facebook you and on
2: hashtag. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm learning. I'm yeah. learning this whole social media we're, thing. We're
1: pretty big on Friendster. <laughs> I don't like to brag, but uh,
0: Man, we're doing okay. I give up. I really was going to try to stay with you, but it's just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Where do you even get that one? <laughs> yeah, it's just the way I'm wired. Oh, I can't awesome. help it. I, uh, I I do have another quick question because so you said you were formerly a pastor, but you're not at the moment, correct?
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, a pastor by trade, and, and I, I I love teaching. That's really my passion. But I'm full time with the Last Will. I'm, I'm you know in Christian world we consider me a, a missionary, but that's really not accurate because I'm living in the states. So the real missionaries, the real workers are over there, right? They're they're doing the work. They're doing all the tough stuff to get it done. But yes, I used to be a pastor. I was up in D.C. for a while. Then I worked at a church in the, the Dallas area before taking this role full time in 2013.
1: Okay, so this because I, I was just going to ask, I'm like, what What yeah. do you do for a living that you can just go to a barge for an indefinite period of time? Right, for and a you month, you yeah. do this so for the, a living. So the,
0: yeah, so the donors that I was, and maybe the, you know the listeners I, it, when I said it the first time, you know, 100 of their money goes to the field. We have a small group of donors that pays my salary, sure. they pay for the barge, they pay, you know, my travel back and forth to Liberia. So that when when people give you guys, anybody else, give a dollar or a million dollars, it all goes to the field. But what happened was I was a full time pastor, and these guys, the board asked me with the last well, because I was part of the board, they said, you've been saying for years now that someone needs to really dive into this full time. And I said, yeah, I've been fighting for that for two years. They said, we think it's you.
2: <laughs> and that's, and that's, like, that's oh. kind of
0: how that whole thing happened. So true story. Yeah. I just kind of, I was going to go, I was going to be a senior pastor. That's what I was going to do. And, and, uh, they, they convinced me to consider this and it's been the greatest decision of my life.
1: So your goal is to put yourself out of work Absolutely Yeah September 31st, 2020 yeah. yeah
3: Well, getting back to Peloton Are you pretty involved in the Peloton community Or is that not a thing since you're not You don't like the face Twitter
2: <laughs> Yeah,
0: face Twitter's tough for me What's the other one? Uh, uh, Insta-chat golly, I'm not kidding you to... Insta chat, yeah. Um, so I don't know anything about any of those. But here's the deal. I love that I want to be more involved in the Peloton community. It's like I'm a member of one Peloton, like on Facebook, because I'm the old guy on Facebook. That's like all I do. Well, most of and, Peloton um,
3: is, so don't feel bad about that.
0: Okay, good. I, feel, I actually feel better about that. Yeah. But I have gone up. Um, I've gone up to New York. I've been at the studio twice. I've gone. I've done two live runs up by uh, bike. rides up there. I thought that was the coolest thing I've ever done. Went once and went the very next day again during this three day trip up to New York. I want to get more involved. I just don't know how. I literally don't know. It's like are there Peloton events in each city? Boy, like, are what?
3: you talking to the right person? Yeah. Okay, because I... I want to know. <laughs> okay, so on Facebook there are tribes for every instructor. So that's one way that you can join these groups. No. And, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Really? Like, I can really.
3: (laughs) And each one of the instructors also has their own official page that you can communicate with them. And if you do feel so inclined to learn Instagram, you can also reach out to them. Through instagram and talk to them but The community most of the peloton community Lives on facebook either in What we call the opp which is the Official peloton page which Long story but it recently changed to The opmp because now It also has like anybody who rides the Tread or uses peloton digital So so there's the opp And then there's like Probably 100 or 200 Groups besides that so There's your 515 riders there's Your I'm trying to think of some there's, there's
1: All sorts of different subgroups there's peloton Moms there's yes. th- I'm sure there's Probably a christian peloton group. Oh, there there's, totally Is there's a yeah. jewish peloton group there's There's uh, over fo- people over oh, 40 totally there's cool. physician yeah. mom Group there's right.
3: the peloton physician Mom group there's I mean it goes On and on and on like there's so Many of them so you know whenever you Have some spare time you let me know and I I will take you on a Facebook tutorial and I will show you and if you ever do feel so inclined, you could listen to our podcast and you would get to know the community and find out about all tons of other home because what we do is we interview somebody every week and we interview instructors and home writers. So... You can hear oh, about. That's
0: really cool. You, I'm serious. That, that's exciting because I've just not been able to connect. So when I went up to New York to do those rides, you know, riding in my house, my wife actually rides. I bought her a pair of shoes, and so she rides sometimes too. Now my daughter's riding on. It. It's the coolest thing. But like that's that's my Peloton community is my wife and my, my one of my daughters. Oh yeah, and, you need uh, more than that. <laughs>
2: right, right? Don't, I mean,
0: seriously, and they're and they're not in, they don't want to talk about it when they're through riding. And I'm like, did you go? Did you do that one with Hannah Marie? or did you do the one with Allie and she's like I don't even pay attention to do that. I do I go ride in Italy. Really <laughs> around Rome. I'm well, like what do you what
3: There's you know. also a Peloton Texas group. Like there's a whole community in Texas. And Billy Lenore is lives in Texas. He's been on the show and I can't remember I, I feel like he lives in Houston, not Dallas, but I might I don't know He lives near Plano I know that Yeah
0: that's Dallas Okay that's Dallas. okay Well
3: then he lives Very yeah. close to you He lives close to you So you've got All kinds of Peloton people Around you
0: Alright I'm all in I'm so fired up I want to get off the bar Get get all connected <laughs> That's another reason I gotta get done this I am I'm, I'm, really am I'm, I am. T- people ask me If I'm talking to Wilson And I, I tell him No comment
1: they <laughs> <laughs> are like Wilson gets jealous I don't like to If you decide to go back And listen to old episodes Of the clip out Just give me a heads up And I'll kind of fly the ones where I had dirty jokes Because you're a pastor I can't have you listening Dude, it's to totally that.
0: okay I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm I'm, like cool with that Do you guys have You have favorites? Tom doesn't have a favorite Because he, he eats french fries But Krista, do you have favorites?
1: Well, she, I will uh, jump in for She cannot officially declare her favorite <laughs> Because <laughs> she doesn't want the other instructors To get upset
3: That is so true Whoa,
1: well, to, I totally get that but you don't
3: Yeah So, so please Tell
0: no, us your favorite Who are your favorites Okay I have a Like a it's, a it's a toss up Between Hannah Marie Corbin And Allie Love
3: Really So the, so Okay So why okay. is it a, Why is it a toss up
0: Because I think they're both cool Like they're <laughs> like Totally different Totally different message But they're totally cool And they motivate me And I I, I I constantly get new personal bests. Is that what it's called? Personal best right now. Personal. PR. Or no.
3: PR. Uh, personal PR. record.
0: See, I'm learning my acronyms. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, PR. I love them. They're great. So I, I kind of switch back and forth between them. And then depending on whether I want to do like a hit ride or a 30 or 45 minute or I want to do my 80s, you know, my old 80s music. Because I'm, you know, I'm ancient But I love the 80s music
3: Oh, yeah, so that's both fun
0: of, Both of them will go back to before they were born And do 80s music, which I think is great
3: It is, it is, those are fun right? I took a, I took an 80s ride with Christine this morning
0: Oh, did you really? Yeah, I did See, I love those <laughs> they get me charged up I don't know how old you guys are I'm 49, so I'm you know, I'm getting up there, and I uh, I'm really nostalgic about '80s music.
1: Well, uh, I'm 48, like it's, it's, so I I get it.
0: I'm not totally like, seriously, Tom. It's it's weird.
1: Yeah,
2: no, it's like, not. That's your favorite. Like, I if mean, somebody
0: doesn't like '80s music, <laughs> like I get angry. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you got to be kidding! It's the greatest decade of music ever. Well, ever.
3: I, I feel like you're in good. I think it's a good place to be then because I feel like the kids these days, you know, they think you know that's that's cool music. It's like retro cool. So it's a good they decade really to love. Like
0: my daughters, my son, they they all love 80s music. Yeah, yeah, and we we
3: love it. We think it's so funny because we watch movies and they're like playing 80s music during their senior prom, and we're like, really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: crazy, right? It is. It's crazy. Yeah, we see so many like the shows like that, tar- like current shows. Yeah. That they're supposed to have kids today, and the music they're playing in their prom scenes are are eighties music, and yeah. we're like, wait, that, that can't be a thing. I,
3: I think it's a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it is a thing. Where um, are you guys, where are you guys located? Like, where do you?
3: We're in St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Now,
3: since you've only had your bike for like six months, do you know about HRI?
0: Um, you know, it's an acronym Do you know Do
3: you know about
2: (laughs) No, it is not
3: Okay, it's called Home Rider Invasion I'm giving you a heads up Because you need to keep the first weekend in May Clear of your calendar Because you need to go to New York And meet all of us crazy Peloton people there Oh, I'm
0: all in, seriously?
3: Yeah, now last year they only had a thousand tickets And they sold in about 30 seconds So that's
0: nuts They need like a hundred thousand tickets
3: Well, you know, they're growing fast We're hoping there's going to be more space this year But I I don't know, and actually, Tom and I got to actually interview John Foley while we were there.
1: Yeah, we hosted a little thing; it was pretty uh, cool.
0: Man, I've been I have been stalking him, trying to get him to know about the last whale and me being a writer and all that stuff. He is a he's an amazing guy. I've seen a lot of his videos; he's a, I'm just really impressed with him. You know what um, that's worth? I just he's done a phenomenal job
1: with this company. And the best part about HRI, though, is you won't have any problem getting there because I can't even imagine how many frequent flyer miles you yeah, must have. Yeah, for real. Oh, plenty.
0: Yeah, that is that is true. So, like, when I, yeah, when I travel back and forth to Liberia, it's like, it's 20, what, 20, is it 22,000? I can't remember exactly, but it's insane. I mean, because we got to, you go Dallas, Dulles, right? Dulles to uh, Amsterdam, Amsterdam to, to Sierra Leone, Sierra Leone to Liberia. It takes two days to get there.
1: Wow. That's. Nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. And then, so when you, when, it takes two days to get there. When you go there, yeah. on average, how long are you there for?
0: Well, it depends. I like to, you know, when I'm getting there, so it'll it t- take me two full days. So I'll leave in the, you know, early morning on a Thursday, I'll get there at 9 p.m. on a Friday night. Wow. Two, two full days of travel, Uh four to five legs, depending. And then once I get there, sleep that night, and then I'm usually there from five to seven days, and then I do two days travel back. And it's because there's so much now. I used to stay longer 10, 15 days at a time and then go maybe three times a year instead of four. But now I've got so much going on over here as we're getting to the finish line. There's really more fundraising awareness stuff that I need to be focused on because our teams are really efficiently doing their job in the field. We really are doing well there.
1: That's all, because I was just thinking, like, I can't imagine you go over there for, like, two days. Right. Like, you can't, it's too
3: far of a trip. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My shortest trip ever, Tom, was three days.
1: Oh. Whoa. That just had to feel not even yeah. worth it.
0: Two days in, three days there, two days out. I traveled more than I was there uh,
3: yeah. That's crazy That sounds miserable uh, <laughs> That reminds me of when I worked at, at Express Scripts And I had to go in And I would like do a three hour flight To do an hour presentation And get right back on the plane Yeah
0: <laughs> Oh yeah Yeah you're like what was that all about? Yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's the longest commute ever yeah. hey,
0: I, 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 I do not know why this is coming up But I guess it's this travel thing Are you guys not frustrated That there's not Pelotons in hotels?
3: Well there are There are at Weston's You gotta stay at Weston's
0: Oh is that the deal Because everywhere I've gone I go any Pelotons are like what And I'm like seriously It's Peloton I've got a Facebook Peloton group PBL. For you
3: I've got a Facebook group For you You need to go to The Peloton hotels And on the go Because they list Every time there is A Peloton sighting In the wild They put it in that group Oh that's
0: brilliant <laughs> Okay yeah I'm all over that Because I go to, I mean I go to New York And Chicago all the time I'm, I mean just I'm traveling Trying to do this deal And Raise awareness I always get frustrated Because if I can't find a I don't want to go to a spin class I want to <laughs> go to Peloton Totally and They don't have them so. Well, studio, right, cool. th-
3: studio 3 in Chicago Has a whole bunch of Peloton bikes also
0: Oh, I go there, I go there a lot yeah. Okay, done See I also heard I hope I helped you guys And I really do But this has been great for me okay.
2: I also
1: heard that the Hyatt in Monrovia has one No
3: <laughs> You're joking No, that's
2: the, ca- that's the
1: capital of think- Liberia
2: oh. <laughs> He's like,
1: oh, I would know well that done, by Tom. now I'm not going to lie I totally Googled that Just for the reference You, you have
0: done your research Yeah That was, that was solid
1: So what is your leaderboard name So we can get you an influx of followers
0: Yes,
3: let's do that
0: Yes, that would be great Okay, so it's just V, Todd Phillips
3: the like t-h-e
0: yeah the the t-h-e oh my god i've got another group
3: i've got another group you have to join the the group because there's there's the fred and the megan and they have a facebook group that they they did it's called the group
0: (laughs) oh i like that too (laughs) boy if the guy really i got a really i got a really boring name so there's lots of todd phillips right yeah you you know
3: is it 1d or 2 on the todd
0: 2d so t-o-d-d Last name Phillips P H I L L I P S the double double letters.
3: Okay, I'm going to I'm going to find you and I'm going to follow you.
0: Boy, if the
1: guy who directed
0: Holy The Tom, hang- Tom, listen man, I just listen, I think we can, we're kind of developing a bromance here and it's going <laughs> the whole thing's going to get destroyed if if you don't get on a pelican.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not the first to try. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. All right. Hey, I thought I was the only one. Okay,
1: yeah. fine. <laughs> I was just thinking if uh, the guy who directed The Hangover ever gets a Peloton, he's going to be so mad when he tries to get a... He's right. going to be like, He's like, what? but I'm the Todd
0: Phillips. I directed yeah, right? a movie. I'm, I'm that guy. I've earned that.
1: <laughs> this is an outrage.
3: Tell us how people can find you and The Last Well online, because I know people from Peloton are going to want to donate. So tell us all about it.
0: The really cool thing about this is we've done a lot of work over 10 years to try to get these numbers really specific. So we always say $91.60 saves a life. And you say, well, how does that happen? Well, that brings water to 20 people. Okay. $91.60 brings water to 20 people. And one person out of those twenties lives going to be saved. This 5% of them would lose their life, if that makes sense. So we, 91.60 brings water to 20 people, saves a life. $3,000 saves a village. So you get an entire village, sponsor a village, either one time or monthly, however you want to do it, As long as you get to $3,000, that's enough to take an entire village, transform it where the kids don't die anymore. They have a hope and a future. No more disease, no more illness, no more human trafficking from the walk to the water. Those things just cease in that village. Regardless though, $5, $10, $50, doesn't matter what it is, all of the money that Peloton riders give and anybody gives goes straight to what we call the forgotten ones. It's the people that need it in the field, not here in America. It's all going over to Liberia and it's at thelastwell.org. So that's, The best place to go. You can also go to our Facebook page, watch our live show every night while I'm on the barge. It's 7.30 p.m. Central, 8.30 Eastern. And uh, it's a lot of fun It really is I mean you guys are a lot of fun Watch you guys come out And do the show
3: <laughs> Well it's Just a little saying. bit Of a drive
0: It's a ta- You can start now tomorrow night <laughs>
3: Well send us over Some of those Frequent flyer miles <laughs> We'll
2: yeah. be right
0: down you, And you'll be there
1: Right
2: now.
3: Yeah. I
1: got you guys <laughs> are <laughs> <does it> great <laughs> Well awesome We will also go And post that On at our Facebook page Of Facebook.com Slash the clip out so if people forget That and remember it a day from now and like What was that called again they can find it on our Page yes and uh, hopefully we okay. can move really the, Appreciate and that. hopefully we can move the needle for you I know that I've, I've seen the peloton community Rally around some I was some crazy things. Not to say that yours is crazy, but like some lesser, like things. unexpected, yeah, things, and like the, you and know, that don't have fair. as as huge of a footprint. That have just been things that kind of hit him right. So maybe we can help, yeah, build a well or two. Well, Tom, can I just like
0: put a little last kind of kick on the end there? Just a little bit of a vision for peloton riders. Okay, we live in a very divided country, religiously, politically. Ethnically, racially, socioeconomically, I mean, we're divided all over the place. That's one of the reasons I think people rally about and create this kind of unity and community with Peloton. It gives a place that's not connected to all that other stuff, and we can just focus on this one thing that we have in common. We're desperately in need of commonality. We need a unifying moment, a Neil Armstrong first man on the moon moment for our generation, And, and this is one of them. I don't know when there'll be another one, but this is one of them. This will be providing water to a a nation border to border for the first time in human history. It's never been done before, and it will get done. Every man, woman, and child inside the borders of Liberia will have access within a 15-minute walking distance to a permanent clean water source. Kids will no longer die. That country will have a hope in the future, and we can all be part of that. We can all be actors on the stage of history with this thing and really be here to do it together. It's, it's a unifying thing It's not just for Liberia I think it's for America And that's what I want to tell The Telethon community
3: today Well, we, awesome. d- we definitely could all Use some unification That is for sure yeah.
1: <laughs> True that <Yeah>. True that
3: <laughs> This has been a blast It has So thank you so much For taking the time And data to do this We yes. really appreciate it
1: <laughs> Th- Thank you very much And good luck to you
3: Yes, good luck
1: See, we told you. I knew you'd like it. That he's very entertaining, like we we tried to tell you. Yes. Why do you doubt us? <laughs> Even if he didn't direct The Hangover. <laughs> so like we said, they did hit their goal. He is now off of the barge that right. happened just a day or two ago. Yes. Um, congratulations to them, but if you were inspired to give money and now think you don't need to, don't. Not don't ungive money. <laughs>
3: You're just saying weird words I now know.
1: But uh they but they they there are still things that they could do don't feel like well Liberia is all taken care of It's you know yeah s- still Liberia dude right you know they can still use some help right so uh We will put a link to that on our facebook page at facebook.com slash the clip out correct So I guess that brings us to a close it does what do you have in store for people next week?
3: Oh another treat Steve and cassandra Pits awesome yes
1: So uh, that's what You can gear up for if You want to you know Do some advanced Homework <laughs> do a little Studying <laughs> on your free Time you can you can Start cyber stalking Them <laughs> <laughs> and until then Where can they Cyber stalk you
3: uh, they Can find me on Facebook at facebook.com Slash crystal D O'Keefe. they can find Me on Twitter or Instagram at clip out Crystal and of course On the bike at clip Out crystal
1: and you Can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com Slash Tom O'Keefe Find the show online at facebook.com Slash the clip out don't forget join the clip Out group find us on itunes uh, Where you can rate review subscribe Find us on spotify all those fancy Places so that's uh that's it for this One thanks for tuning in and until next time Keep pedaling
2: yourself